Welcome to the Spoutcast, where we spout off the news to those who drink from the well. My name's Jane Fawcett, and alongside me is my co-host, who looks like he's been hit by a truck, Ben Wolburn. <laughs> truck, not train now, huh? Oh, yeah, here way. I am. Truck either or one. train. I mean, you look terrible. <laughs> Thanks, either way. <laughs> so we had a little fuck ball this so weekend, <laughs> and Ben had some late nights. So it was late, it but was, it was so much fun. Worth it, it was so much fun. Totally, totally worth, worth it. it. Yeah, this Friday and Saturday we did Farkle Ball for high school and junior high. Friday high school, Saturday junior high. Yeah. Um, this is my first ever Farkle Ball, um, and it was intense. We one thing, I mean, there's lots of staples to Farkle Ball, but there's a couple of things we did different or like new things we did. Yeah. We had human hamster balls. Yeah, those that were, were a like. Hit awesome there are these 12 foot diameter literally large hamster balls that you can get inside and run around in and they were awesome and we did sumo suits which was cool too yeah so it was a lot of fun um but it was very tiring as well and after saturday um because sunday morning service happens mm-hmm. um the whole sanctuary was you know used for farkle ball yeah and we you guys it did over. a pretty good job did we I feel like there's been some WSM balls that have been found around. Yeah, there's (laughs) gum on the carpet. There's gum on the carpet? Not anymore because the cleaning lady came and took it off. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was fun, though. We got yeah, flipping over the sanctuary at the end was uh was a beast, but yeah, it was a it was a long weekend, but a really fun weekend. Good. So I'm glad I was able to experience Farkle Ball. Yeah. <laughs> Jane was in the the cotton ball station yeah. where students put uh, petroleum jelly on their or Vaseline on their nose, and then they had to like pick up cotton balls with it and transfer it from one side of the room to the other. Yeah. While handcuffed together. It's true. It How was, was that experience? Quite <laughs> funny watching them. Um, a lot of times they would, one pair would, um, get caught in the other pair's handcuffed arms. So they kind of clotheslined each other a little bit. It was good. Hmm. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, we got a good show for you guys today. There is a, we got music from Ray La Montaigne. Is that how you see his name? I think so. I think so. close enough. Ray La Montaigne will be, uh, serenading us today. as as well as we will have our, our a new staff member yeah. to the Well Community Church on the show today. Yep. Eric Castillo is with us. Yes. Uh, so we'll be chatting it up with him. And we will also be discussing Brad's sermon from this past week, um, continuing on with the Love First Love and Ephesians series. Um, so good show today. Um, stay tuned. Listen to a little bit Ray La Montaigne, and we will be back with some sermon discussion.
why is this scripture here? I think he's, it's here to remind us that if we are in Christ and filled with the Spirit, life is not about us, it's about other people. And we consider others as more important than ourselves. It means that if we're filled by the Spirit of God, then we are going to mutually live in subjection to one another, which means we are going to look to the people around us, whether it's our spouses, whether it's our family, or whether it's the people in our workplace, and we're going to take initiative into their life to help them be all that God made them to be. That's why it's here. And all of this flows, by the way, out of being filled with the Spirit of God in verse 18. It shapes everything. So can I ask you a question? How do you do at taking initiative in other people's lives for their good? When's the last time you looked at somebody in your life, spouse, child, in your workplace, and said, who has God made them to be? And how can I help them be everything that he wants them to be? There's a clip from Brad's sermon this past week on Ephesians chapter 5, starting in uh, the midsection and going through um, chapter 6. Covered quite a few different uh, relationship dynamics, husbands and wives, slaves and masters. Um, uh, A lot of uh, the things he talked about were all in reference to this idea of reverence for Christ that Um, It all starts out and why we do these things, why we're submitted, why we're subject to one another, why we consider others more important than ourselves is is out of a reverence for Christ. And um, me not being someone who's married and Jane not being someone who's married, the husbands and wives part was, I mean, haven't gotten that stage of life yet. So maybe, maybe one day. Still good to know. (laughs) Still good to know. Still important. Still uh, a good uh, uh, reminder. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I liked, um, I really liked listening to that passage and I like how, um, how he ties it into what we went through last week with verse 18, I'm sorry, verse 21, how, um, we're doing it out of reverence for Christ. And I think it, it's funny because a lot of my time listening to the sermon, I was thinking about my conversation with my WSM students, the couple days before because we were talking about like well we were talking about dress code at Clovis Unified and how like crazy strict (laughs) it is so a lot of the girls were saying like they don't understand it and they don't know why they're dress coded for something so silly and other people get away with it and when they get dress coded it makes them just want to like stick it to the person who dress coded them. (laughs) So it's like, okay, well, let's talk about how you're supposed to respect those people and Mm -hmm. how you're supposed to. It's not just that you're respecting them. You're in the process. You're showing reverence to God. You're doing Mm -hmm. it because you respect the Lord enough that he put that person in authority over them. And Mm -hmm. your reaction shows reverence to the Lord. So it was good in that and in talking about parents and children. And I think too, like I went to a funeral for one of my students, grandma, she passed away. And a lot of the funeral was talking about relationships and how life is meant to be done in relationships. So now looking at what we heard from the sermon on Sunday, like because life is done in relationships, we need to know how to do relationships well, where it's edifying to each other and glorifying to the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
I really like the picture of, I mean, he talked about, it talks in verse 23 about how the husband is the head of his wife and this unique role of, um, in a position of leadership and how sometimes you might, if you just read into it without knowing it, you'll think that the head might imply that you're better in some way. But then if you look at what it says about Christ and how Christ is the Mm -hmm. head of the church and all the things that Christ lays down for the church and just that sacrificial love and un um, selflessness. And, um, he, Brad mentioned that kind of that concept that people will often say like, Oh, I would take a bullet for this person. Like he said, like any, any knucklehead will say that they'll take a bullet for your, for their wives. But, um, the idea of dying to yourself every day Uh and, um, loving someone so selflessly, um, that's where you really see, um, the character of someone. I think it's cool too because I think he tied it into he tied it into Philippians two verse mm-hmm. like three and following where it's talking about like yeah your the husband is the head of the wife but it also shows equality in that relationship in the sense of God is the head of Christ but right. they are also told in other places in the Bible that they're equal mm-hmm. so someone has to have the relationship that is over another. Mm -hmm. That's life in Mm -hmm. marriage, in parents, in working relationships, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So instead of looking at it of like, I'm your boss, what I say goes instead, it's out of out doing each other and serving Mm -hmm. and how we serve one another as if we're serving Christ and looking at those at more as a partnership and equal relationship rather than, like a heavy fist, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know the word I'm looking for. (laughs) Heavy fist works. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool that it's, I mean, you, there isn't any sense of an inherited, um, uh, uh, what now I'm troubling with my words now. Um, but there isn't any, um, inherent value greater than the other, like saying that you're the head over something like there isn't this inherent value over the other. And you see that example with the father and the son Mm -hmm. and Christ and the church and a man and his wife, and that there is that position of leadership, but it is that kind of, um, reckless abandonment of like loving and respecting Mm -hmm. one another. Um, and it says, you know, wives love your husbands and husbands are, um, Husbands love your wives and wives respect your husbands. And um, just he talked about how that's so countercultural and how as humans and human nature, we'll have such a selfish um, kind of desire to serve ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that in that relationship, you have to daily say, I'm going to look for the mm-hmm. needs of others more than myself. Totally. Um, and so it's just a cool reminder in that. And he talked about that, the parent-child relationship, which um, is huge. And he even hit on that, you know, parents don't provoke your children, like yeah. don't push their buttons so that just so that you can, you know, irritate them, but, sure. um, you know, train up a kid in the way he should, he or she should go. And I liked how he talked about, you know, um, not being too strict and like how, you know, Oh, they think my kid plays video games too much. You know, he kind of just talked about that idea of let a kid be a kid, mm-hmm. obviously with some like parameters, but mm-hmm. you know, don't think that, he talked about that idea that a, a parent might try to correct all their flaws from when they were in junior high or totally. whatever. So it'd be like, oh, I want to I fix the mistakes that I 
committed or was a part of in junior high and I'm, the way I'm going to fix them is through my child. Mm-hmm. And then you put all this pressure and um, expectations on on a kid and mm-hmm. really this, the kid just wants to be a kid yeah. um, and to, you know, fall down and, and, and get back up and make mistakes and learn from them. Mm-hmm. And um, so I thought that was cool that he hit on that. Yeah, I think in that parent and child relationship too, it made me think of the funeral that I went to again on Saturday and um, they brought up Deuteronomy 6 where it's that the um, parents teach your children and your children's children and Mm -hmm. that whole picture of parents and, and Brad even talked about it, like how parents are to teach their their kids about Christ and about that relationship and how I saw in this family, like so much of their cornerstone of being a family was teaching their kids and living a life that would glorify Christ. Mm -hmm. And just seeing this woman who that is her legacy, her legacy is her family and Mm -hmm. how she was the spiritual, like, person for mm-hmm. them or whatever. Sure. And that was important to her that her kids would know. And it even made me think of like my own family and my parents did well in raising my brother and I to know the Lord and to live for him. So uh, it just made me appreciate them a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. I thought it was, I mean, there's the common thread kind of that he, I mean, he nailed it home at the end, but it's kind of throughout that this, this, uh, this loving one another and respecting one another is, is not one of passivity, but it requires you taking initiative. Um, and not, I mean, you look at the example of Christ loving the church, like it wasn't Mm -hmm. a passive love in any way. And he was very active and, um, putting himself out there and considering others completely more significant than himself. And so, um, Brad with a kind of challenge near the end to take initiative Mm -hmm. and, you know, who are the people around you that you could be considering more? Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think he said these words, but considering more, um, important than yourself. Um, and I thought that was just a, a cool call to action of taking initiative. And I mean, he talked with that, about that, that other relationship, the master and a slave and how the master should take initiative to pour into and invest into the, to the slave's life, that it isn't this, um, this abusive master slave relationship. Mm -hmm. It is, it is one where there is one that is in, um, you know, control over the, over the other and that sense that they can tell the one, the, the slave, what, what to do and Mm -hmm. have those clear expectations. But there is that initiative of investing in them as well. Yeah. Cause Brad did mention how can, how are we able to elevate others in our lives and not elevate ourselves? Hmm. And um, even how he tied it back to like in our relationships, we should serve one another and bringing it back to this, to the verse that talks about that the father didn't come to be served, but to serve. So mm-hmm. um, it just is a good reminder of like our lives are to elevate Christ and then to elevate those that we are in relationship with and not Mm -hmm. be prideful to the point where we want all the glory out of things. And Mm -hmm. I liked even in the clip, what he says about how can we be shaping other people for their good? And just looking at the relationships that I have with people of, am I in these relationships to get something out of it? Or am I in these relationships to invest something in them to elevate them and to look for their good and things? So, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Great food for thought. 
mm-hmm. which will hopefully lead into action. Yeah. Um, challenge to all of us as listeners, take initiative. Love those around you recklessly and without condition. Um, we'll listen to a little bit more Ray LaMontagne, mm. and then we will be back with Eric Castillo, talk to him about his new role at The Well and where he comes from and get to learn about him a little bit. Here with my good friend. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to do this on there. That? that was just weird, Dave. Sorry. I don't know how to do it if I don't have like an actual microphone. Like There's on one stage. right in front of your face. You we it. are back. Hope you're enjoying listening to some Ray LaMontagne with our guest today, Eric Castillo. Hello, hello. Welcome, Eric. Thank you. Eric is a new member of the Well Staff family. Um, got here, what, three weeks ago? Yeah, a little over three weeks ago now. Okay, awesome. And comes to us from the great city of San Diego, um, coastal area. I came from Santa Cruz and, you know, San Diego. They're like the same thing. So we're like brothers. Except San Diego's better. But much love for Santa Cruz. Okay, all right. Um, So, Eric, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where, like, what were you doing in San Diego? What led you up here? Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Ready, set, go. All right, sounds good. Yeah, so I've lived in San Diego the past seven years. I actually grew up awesome. in the desert, so I have a great appreciation for San Diego. It gave me okay. some cooler air for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I moved down with a church plant. Uh, okay. It's called Seven San Diego. So I moved there, helped them start their church, and kind of just kind of continued to help in ministry there for a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, finished up school at San Diego Christian College, and finally got the opportunity to come up here. Right on. And you just walked at graduation this weekend, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I graduated in December, but my school's so small, we only could walk in uh, May. Yeah, in that May. So sense. got the opportunity to walk. It's good seeing my friends again down there. And nice. second cool. in the running for valedictorian. Oh, oh man. Yeah. What did you, what's your major? What did you graduate with? Uh, bachelor's in biblical studies. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Did the valedictorian do a good speech? He did. The first thing he did is he took a selfie with everyone in the background. Uh, nice. And uh, he's a basketball player, and he's like, I'm sure you all know, like, maybe all I know is basketball. He's like, I know other things, but today I'm going to talk to you about basketball. So we got a little, <laughs> lot of basketballisms. Okay. And- all right. Very cool. So That's he didn't awesome. really prove his knowledge of anything else. No, no. <laughs> I know a lot about a lot of stuff, but today I'm going to talk about the one thing that I y'all like, know that, that I y'all know. That y'all know I know. Um, but he proved it with how- the highest GPA. So. That's true. How many people That's were in your too. graduating class? 
Um, it was close to about a hundred of us. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that is pretty small. Mm-hmm. I went to Sac State where there's like four different graduation ceremonies for the different departments and everything. Right. So, we all got our names called. So that's a little bit different than oh, the yeah. bigger <laughs> wow. colleges around here. Wow. That's special. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what your role involves um, here at the well. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of a hybrid role of something that we have here. So I am a campus pastor over the... Okay. North 7 p.m. service. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally our campus pastors have two services that they oversee. They only wanted me to have the one, but it's mainly because they also want me to focus in on college students. Mm-hmm. Um, but not just necessarily college students coming to the well, but actually going and hoping to have an impact on Fresno State, Fresno mm-hmm. Pacific, Fresno right City on. College. Very cool. And have you felt like you had some on-ramps on, onto those campuses yet so far? Um, it's slow going. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously right now it's kind of building relationships, yeah, but sure. I've, I've had opportunities to meet people that are already helping on campus and are a part of our church yeah. with Campus Crusade and uh, cool. one of the Christian fraternities at Fresno State. So cool. slow going, but it's starting. Awesome. And we- now it's summer, so they're all leaving. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird time right now because totally. yeah, school's done. And- yeah. But it's a good good opportunity to start ramping up to see yeah, how we would like to sure. impact them next year. Totally. We we quickly recruited Eric to be part of the Welly Deli after he arrived. Told him it was of the utmost importance of anything that he could be doing on the Well staff was oh, they did. to participate in the Welly Deli. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was there today. What yeah, you, I had pretty faithful. Pretty You've faithful. A, a I've enjoyed it. My first one was on a Conspiracy Wednesday, and I was oh, like, oh, this man. is a crazy group Wednesday. that I'd love to hang out with. Yeah, we Wednesdays. get a little weird. I got a little judged for my lunch today. I had a Hot Pocket, Chef Boyardee, and uh, someone else's salad that they didn't want. That's disgusting. It was a very odd combination of food. That's gross. But literally, I, I, I got up, and I was like, what can I bring that I don't have to prepare? So a can of Chef Boyardee That's and a really Hot Pocket. That's nasty. Thanks. So that's that. That's, uh, let's see. Um, and you, so you've been here for three and a half weeks. Do you feel like you're getting, you knew Fresno a little bit, like the general. Yeah. Layout. Yeah. So I worked, I worked two summers up at Hume and then I did mm-hmm. the Joshua huh. program. Hume, not Mount Herman. Okay. <laughs> it's not a competition. I mean, but if it were, no, then, we then I'm winning. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. So I worked, I worked at Hume and, um, Honestly, Fresno was civilization for us. That was a chance to get off the mountain Mm -hmm. and actually see people. So Fresno is actually near and dear to my heart Mm because I just remember late in and out trips. and Denny's? Did you ever do Denny's? Oh, yeah, we did Denny's. Oh, my gosh. Three in the morning. I was so much younger then. Cruise down to River Park? No, we'd go. Well, we went to Denny's on Clovis and Kings Canyon. Yeah, if we did Denny's, it was usually out that direction. Yeah. Gotcha. But we we would go to River Park, hang out, watch a movie, then maybe mm-hmm. go to Denny's on the way mm-hmm. back. Yeah. There you go. Wow. That's Big deal, Fresno. The life was. of a Hume staffer, huh? It's true. Going to town, going to the Fresno <laughs> town. Yeah. So you feel like you got the lay of the land for the most part, still getting familiar with it? Yeah, I'm still getting familiar with it, but um, I'm I'm getting the hang of it because both my brother and brother in law live here, and they're both Fresno City firefighters. So. Nice. My brother was like, hop in the truck. Let me show you the areas oh, to hang nice. out. And the fire not truck? To, not in the fire truck, oh. but that'll happen. Okay. <laughs> you should have him bring the fire truck out. Well, I guess that could be totes and pros. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll just. Uh, <laughs> I was going to um, say a connecting event after the seven, but we'll stay away from that one. 
Um, so one thing we like to do with our guests is two truths and a lie. And Eric has uh, been briefed on this, so he hopefully has a two truths and a lie that are going to stump Jane and myself. Stump back. But we'll see. Did you win last week, Jane? Do you remember? I can't remember. I think. Who did we have on last week? It was. Um, uh, it was Rick. Rick. And mm. I think I, I didn't. I didn't get it right. I, don't I think. think I got it right. Maybe. All right. We'll see. We'll see. I got it right. Okay. So, <laughs> so Eric, give us your two truths and a lie, and then Jane and I and listeners as well will try to decipher which one is false. All right. Yeah. My goal was to stump you. So. I kept them interesting, but yet still kind of general to hopefully stump you guys. So got them right in front of me. Here we go. I've hung out with celebrities on several occasions. Okay. I've sung the national anthem at sporting events. And I've danced the night away in a global dance party. Oh, wow. A global dance party. I'm saying you didn't sing the national anthem. Wait, wait. Resay your question. Your national anthem question. question? It's a fact. Okay, whatever. Resay your statement. Which one? The national anthem one. I sung the national anthem at sporting events. I think that's true. I think that he did not dance the night away at a global party. What's the first one you have? I've hung out with celebrities on several occasions. I'm going to have to Pretty go unspecific. with what Ben <laughs> said too because, yeah, I'm I'm going with the third one also. Which was... Global dance party. Global dance party. Never been a part of one of those. Okay, so do I tell you tell what's, us the lie? What's the lie? What's the lie? The lie is you had it initially. Oh, it's, shoot. I okay. have never Can sung I tell the national you my anthem. Thought process? Because you started out saying that you tried to keep them general. So, like, I can say I've sung the national anthem at something, but like, I haven't been the person that sang yeah, the national that's anthem. What I, was I just too. sang along. Dang yeah, it. see, I kept yeah. at sporting events hoping you think, well, maybe sung at a high school sporting event or that's that Shoot. was the general side. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking he's hung out with celebrities. Well, does that, does that just mean he was at a concert and there are celebrities yeah. on stage? All right. So yeah. tell so, us the global dance party. Okay, so global dance party. Um, it was something that Invisible Children had. Okay, cool. It was on an event that they put on called Move DC. So okay. uh, it brought a bunch of people. It was about 10,000 people and uh, there's tons of global leaders there. And the way they ended that whole process after we did a walk on DC was to have a night of just a global dance party night. So nice. tons of different countries were represented That's and dancing cool. and it was just a great That's time. Really cool. And then what celebrities have you hung out yeah. with? Yeah. So the reason I put that one is because I've been a part of seatfillersandmore.com, which is just one of those things where oh, you say like, I want to <gasps> uh, fill seats for, so I've been to the Grammys twice. I've been to the VH1 Awards uh, and then a couple other just different like ceremony things and also the NBA All-Star Game. So what a seat filler does, though, is they want everything to seem full in the front, which is where all the celebrities are. So my job is to just be like, oh, so-and-so just got up and went to the bathroom. I'm going to go take his seat. And then you're sitting next with celebrities and just going to hang out. Any notable people? Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, Gwen Stefani, Randy Jackson. actually was talking to Coldplay, but I thought I was sitting with agents because I I didn't recognize them. And then they're like, oh, we'll be right back. And then they went on stage and played. (laughs) They're like, I got to go do a song real quick. I'll be back. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. (laughs) That's pretty sweet. I should do that. 
Seatfillers.com. I feel like I've heard of that, but I've never looked. Yeah, there's it. several different ones. My my friend works for it. That's why I got got the hookups. And oh, got okay. So you things. can't just be an average Joe. You can. You can oh, still okay. do that. You could still fill it out, and uh, but it's less when they need people, yeah. they okay. they call for so it. So you have to like wear a suit and stuff. Oh yeah, you got to look okay. just as nice as them. The only thing they give you is just this gold ribbon, and it's kind of like the leprosy bell, you know, like I'm not. Oh, really you're one of those important. seat filler people. <laughs> so funny. is there like auditions to be a seat filler like you have to like look a certain way well i would say this no no you don't i mean you do have to dress nice and and be ready for like a very formal event yeah um but when i was at the vh1 awards they they looked at the girl that came with me and she's a beautiful girl Uh and they're like oh we want you to be up here in this pit where like it's the people that reach out and be like oh my gosh shake my hand and they asked if she was with anyone and they're like yeah him and they kind of looked at me and (laughs) Like, yeah, okay, he'll do. And then they just allowed me to be a part of it too. <laughs> so awesome. it, it plays a role, but not it's not a full role. That okay. reminds me of I was on the Jay Leno show. Like I went and observed one time awesome. and they like let little groups in at a time and tell them where to sit. And they're totally looking at like the attractive level of people and that's how they place them in the crowd. Yeah. I was in the very <laughs> back. <laughs> me and me and Charlie Broxton were sitting in the very that's back. Awesome. <laughs> And uh, two of the people that we were with got to sit closer and were like, this is ridiculous. So anyways, I'm 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 a little bitter about that, but uh, I'll get over it. So Eric, we had an event last night and just had a hangout after seven. What can people who attend the 7 p.m. service be looking forward to in the months to come? Oh, that's a that's a good question. Um. You could be looking forward to a lot more times of hanging out and being community and cool. just hanging out together. Um, Eating a bunch of pizza. Yep. Maybe so even the week before, I got the opportunity <laughs> to hang out with a bunch that went to In and Out and just oh, cool. had a good time together. So yeah. um, get involved, guys. Like if you're out there in the 7 p.m. service, get to know us and uh, just come and hang out with us. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Right on. Um, Eric is also a part of the softball team. Whoa. But, uh, we're undefeated. currently undefeated. NBD. Three and L. We had uh, some guest appearances by PJ Lewis and Scott Carolyn this last Friday because Eric and I were both missing. Um, but they they held the fort down, got the W, and that's all that matters. PJ got go. in a pickle, and apparently that was pretty funny. <laughs> I can only imagine it being pretty funny. Um, but yeah, thanks for being on the show today, Eric. Thank you, guys. Um, look forward to uh, spending some more time with you. Continue to come to the Welly Deli, man. I'm just saying, it's the place to be. It's the place it is. to be. 12 um, to 1. 12 to 1. <laughs> All right, we're going to listen to a little bit more Ray La Montaigne, and then we'll close out our show.
All right, we're back to close up the show. Thanks for sticking with us through some amazing. I am a fan of Ray Lay Montaigne. Is it Lay Montaigne? Because I've been saying La Montaigne this whole time. La Montaigne, Lay Montaigne. It's all right. Ray, Ray L. La Montaigne. Whatever. So, announcements, Ben. We do not have a spout cast next week. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. It is Memorial Day. Yes. And we will not be here. So, there's no spout cast next week. So, if you're just, you know, trying to beat the, you know, I don't even know what word I'm trying to think of. But you're just. (laughs) (laughs) I got hit by a train, okay? If you are looking for it next week, it's not going to be there. Yeah. Basically is what I'm trying to communicate. But you can look forward to having us back the following week, which Mm -hmm. will be our first bout cast in June 2014. I hope it's not that hot, but we will see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Again, we're having baptism June 8th at Woodward Park. So if you're interested in getting baptized, you can go to our website and sign up online to be contacted by a campus pastor Mm -hmm. to begin that process. If you're not going to be baptized, you should still come out and hang out with us because we are going to have barbecue right mm-hmm. after. We're going to grub. We're and gonna we're going to grub, grub. hard. We're going to grub hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for sticking with us this week. This is The Spout. And we're out. you